The question is why. Why was Barack Obama able to capture the majority of the American people's support to win the White House? Why did Barack Obama become so popular? The answer can be found in the American people's growing opposition to the war on terror. From the very beginning, Barack Obama made it clear that he opposed the war on terror. In fact, Barack Obama opposed attacking Saddam Hussein and invading Iraq. At an anti-Iraq war rally in Chicago, Barack Obama said, I know that Saddam poses no imminent and direct threat to the United States or his neighbors, that the Iraqi economy is in shambles, and the Iraq military is a fraction of its former strength, and that in concert with the international community, he can be contained until, in the way of all petty dictators, he falls away into the dustbin of history. Barack Obama was unequivocal about his opposition to attacking Saddam Hussein or making a military-spurred regime change in Iraq. In his political speech, to declare publicly his position on the war on terror, Barack Obama stood against not only President George W. Bush, but also the U.S. Congress, which supported the war on terror. Furthermore, Barack Obama painted all those who supported the war on terror, and in particular the Bush War in Iraq, is ideologically driven without regard for American domestic well-being or the welfare of the poor in the world. Barack Obama said at the rally, What I am opposed to is the cynical attempt by Richard Pearl and Paul Wolfowitz and other armchair weekend warriors in this administration to shove their own ideological agendas down our throats, irrespective of the cost in lives lost and in hardship borne. Thus Barack Obama argued, in essence, that the Bush administration was waging a war that violated human rights and civil rights. The U.S. Congress that supported the war was implicated in the guilt, as well as by association, including Senator Hillary Clinton. The 11-page single-spaced memo entitled Launch Strategy Thoughts by Mark Penn to Hillary Clinton, shortly before Christmas 2006, concluded by addressing the issue that most threatened her hopes of winning the nomination. Her support for the resolution authorizing Bush to go to war in Iraq, had created a breach with the left in the Democratic Party and an opening for Obama. Ironically, the anti-war on terror position is what propelled Barack Obama from the virtually unknown to become the victorious candidate for the office of the U.S. president in 2008. It is important to note that John McCain lost the presidency because he espoused President George W. Bush's war on terror and pushed aggressive American militarism. Although he started to prepare for the 2008 presidential race much earlier, John McCain took a tactic that went against the anti-war sentiment of the American people, both Republicans and Democrats. John McCain said, like a paranoid, scared POW, the consequences of failure are immense. If we leave Iraq, if you read Zarqawi bin Laden, all the other terrorists, they're not going to just be satisfied with Iraq. They're coming after us. The fear that John McCain had toward backward, technologically deficient terrorists who sprouted mere rhetoric seemed strange to the American people who knew how strong the U.S. military might is. It made the Republican Party look ridiculous and weak. And in contrast, Barack Obama and anti-war Democrats looked cool and above fear and destabilizing paranoia produced by the war on terror. That is why the American people, both Republican and Democrat, voted Barack Obama in as the U.S. president and delivered the Congress solidly into Democratic hands. Barack Obama struck a key chord in the zeitgeist of the American people.
The Annenberg Public Center of the University of Pennsylvania, under the guidance of the pollster Peter Hart, conducted ten focus groups, starting in the spring of 2007, nine months from the first primary, and continuing throughout the primaries and election campaigns. The first group of Republicans, Democrats, and Independents showed that nearly everyone had problems with the war in Iraq. Bowles and Johnson describes, At that point, the Iraq war was the dominant issue, one that darkened nearly everyone's opinion about America, regardless of political leaning. Republicans who had supported George W. Bush and Democrats who had opposed him agreed that U.S. policy towards Iraq was not working and needed to be changed.